Is it time for the 76ers to make a move? We'll talk about that and more next on Locked On 76ers. You are Locked On 76ers, your daily Philadelphia 76ers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for making Locked On 76ers your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcast and on YouTube. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Today's episode is brought to you by Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use the code Locked On for 20% off your first purchase. Hi, I'm Keith Pompey, along with my right-hand man, John Mitchell. What's up, Mitch? How you doing, bro? Right-hand man, pots and pans in the house. What's up, man? How you doing, Keith? I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Yeah, I, old, yeah, I ain't hear that in a minute. Old school MC. <laughs> yeah, I ain't, I, ain't hear that. I didn't hear that in a minute. But look, man, we got a lot to talk about today. Um, a lot of good stuff. Like yesterday, well, it, it's been a deal that's been in the works for a couple of days. Mm. Um, but yesterday it became official. The Indiana Pacers acquired Pascal Siakam as the headliner of the deal. Um, and the word is, I guess we got to figure out if they're, do the Sixers have to make a move now? Because you see what New York did. Now, uh, now you see what the Pacers are doing. And then also in the second segment, we got to talk about, let's see if they do make a move. Um, the John, the, the Murray. What about him? He's a guy that's name keeps floating around. Is he a good fit with the Sixers? So that's a guy that we can uh, talk about. And then the third segment, you know, just the state of the 76ers. But, Mitch, what's your thoughts on Pascal Siakam going to the Indiana Pacers? Because now they have Halliburton, Pascal Siakam, Mm -hmm. and they have an elite rim protector as well on that team. So what's your thoughts on this move? You know, I, I like it a lot for Indiana. You know, um, you know, you're moving on from guys like uh, Bruce Brown, Jordan Wawa, um, but you're adding, you know, you're adding an all-star. You're adding a guy who gives you 22.2 points per game, 6.3 boards and 4.9 assists. And you're adding him to a guy who, you know, many people are saying, you know, Halbert, Miles Turner, that's a, that's a nice three. It's a nice three. As, as it relates to the 76ers, I still think they're below the 76ers. I really do. I think they're heading the right direction because it sounds like Siakam is going to um, sign extension there. I mean, early indications that that's going to happen. But, again, it's early. You never know. Um, <laughs> the Sixers thought Jimmy Butler was going to sign an extension. Yeah, we, yeah, in these parts, we've heard that before. You know, <laughs> and until, until the ink is dry on the paper, we really don't know. But I do think that this – you know, I, I think that the 76ers are – are still in that elite category, that elite conversation with the Boston Celtics, uh, the way they're playing, uh, when they have their full complement of players and, and the Milwaukee Bucks. So I think, um, you know, if you're an Indiana Pacers fan, I mean, I, mean, I just like what they're doing. You know, I, I like what I like the direction the Pacers are going. I think it makes them a better offensive team, and they're already the top scoring team in the league, if I'm not mistaken. You know, so it it, it just it just makes them um, better. Uh, does it put pressure on the 76ers to make a trade? 
the Sixers can't operate on. They, they can't respond to a trade and say we need to do something because a team that by most indications is below us made a move. Now, I will say uh, when, when we started looking at the 76ers and their, their flexibility and ability to make a trade, I looked at uh, <clears throat> Toronto. I, I, wanted to, I wanted to poach somebody off of that roster, whether it was OG or whether it was Pascal. Those were the two guys at the very top of my list that I thought would be the complementary players to what the 76ers have right now. And unfortunately for the 76ers, they're gone. So, you know, we'll have to sit back. I, I don't I don't think, you know, all of a sudden, you you know, you wake up early in the morning now and say, we must do something. They had the flexibility to do something. Um, but one thing that, you know, we've been, as we have been critical of the play of Tobias Harris, one day he's here, one day he's not. Over the last three weeks, three and a half weeks, we can't say it about Mr. Harris. You know, he has been stepping in and has, you know, I know people want to say, well, you know, we've seen this from Tobias before, but, you know, you're seeing under a different coach. You're seeing it under in a, under a new philosophy um, with Nick Nurse. And, uh, you know, let, let's be quite honest. You know, you thought when Tobias came here having played with Doc, he was going to be more than he was, and he wasn't. And Nick Nurse right now, he really looks good. He looks comfortable. Um, so I, I don't think this move forces their hand. Um, but there are some players out there that can help them. You know, there are some players out there. You know, let's 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 look at that Chicago Bulls roster. Let's look at the, you know, the, like we said, Deontay Murray. There's some players there that can help them. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there there are. There are. Um, the, the thing is, one thing that you, you said that, it's true and really. Um, Damn, bro, just one. Uh, well, well, one. <laughs> I'm just messing with but, you. But but the one the one thing that you said that makes a lot of sense and mm-hmm. is uh, a lot of times you know you look at the Sixers and and you look at teams and they see teams who are below them. Right. Go ahead and make a move, and then you right. think that I gotta hurry up and make a move. Right. You got to ask yourself that those teams, that those moves make them better than the Sixers in regards to winning a, a series. Right. I do like Pascal Siakam. I like him a lot. I think that he's also a player, you know, that the Sixers would, you know, probably go after in free agency. Right. Right. Um, I, I don't know if they were willing enough to, to lock him in for a maximum salary, though, be that, that he would require to get. Right. So the one thing is you got to be careful at times where you react just because someone who might be the 16th, sixth seed and you guys are the third are making a move. Now, right. if if it's the Milwaukee Bucks saying, hey, I got to making a move, the Boston Celtics making a move, then you're like, well, look, if I'm trying to keep up, I I, I, I can't. Right. Now, if you're, you're Daryl Morey, like you said, we talked about Tobias Harris. You said Tobias Harris has been playing – out of his mind lately and you know and what i mean by out of his mind it doesn't always have to be scoring 30 something points like he had 32 37 but then the next night he was a quality defender then then last the last game he was a you know he 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 covered nikola Jokic, and and then in the in the second half he scored 14 of his 24 points right right so when you see a guy like that he's helping you but the thing is the thing is with the 76ers that gets me is while all these teams 
are acquiring these players that's going to impact and they're acquiring them with the hope of re-signing them this summer. The Sixers are the only becoming one of the, the best destination spots because they're going to be the ones who have the most cap space. They already do have the most cap space. Now, you can look at it and say, well, the players that you wanted, other people are taking them. So maybe you need to make a move. But realistically, if the players, that if, if they're going to be the one destination with the most cap space, then do you really need to rush and make a move? You know what I mean? Like, if, if it ain't right. championship or bust, yeah. and I don't think it's going to be a championship, if it's not championship or bust, you got to be careful who you bring in here. I mean, you just right. have to. Because, because like, the thing is, unless you're just trying to give up some draft picks or, right. or trying somebody out. Now, you know, I don't know if you want to give up all those assets for that right now. I just don't. I don't. But yeah. there's a player that DeJounte Murray, whose name keeps popping up, he's an intriguing player. And is a guy that I think that we should talk about when we get back yeah. from talking about prize picks. Look, y'all, prize pick is the largest daily fantasy sports platform in North America. We are the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. It's just you against the numbers. Instead of battling thousands of other players, including pros and sharks, you pick more than or less than two to six players' uh, stat projections and watch the winnings roll in. Prize picks is the most fun I've had um, winning up to 25 times my money this basketball season. You just select two or more players, pick more or less of their projections, stats, and place your entries, right? Now, here's the thing, John. If you want to play along some of Prize Picks favorite players like rapper Meek Mill or comedian Andrew Schultz, you can now find community plays under the promos tab of the app to view the entries for some of the biggest names in the Prize Picks community, right? So this is what you do. Go to prizepicks.com slash locked on NBA and use the code locked on NBA for a first deposit match up to a hundred dollars. Again. Go to prizepicks.com slash locked on NBA and use the code locked on NBA for a first deposit match up to a hundred dollars. It's the high is highly encouraged um to to uh go to prize picks. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, do it today, people. Definitely do it today. So Mitch, why you like DeJounte Murray so much, bro? Let's just tell me why. Me why? I don't know. He's the point guard, one of the point guards. They got two of them. One of the mm -hmm. point guards for the Atlanta Hawks. Why you like him so much? Yeah, I I like him. I I, I like his length. I like his athleticism. I like the fact that he gives you another score. Uh, I I really like the fact that he's been for the better part of his career a very good defender. Um. You know, I, I like the fact that you can shuttle him on the ball and off the ball. Uh, and, I, and I like the fact that he can, you know, the 76ers three-point shooting has been so-so this season. I think you bring him in here, you've got another guy who can be a marksman from outside. Um, and and he, he just gives you another body. I, I You know, I, I think he and Tyrese 
can can play off each other well. Um, it gives you more versatility because you can put either one of those guys on the point. You can put either one of those guys on the off. I mean, and I, and I know it's positionless basketball. We, we've almost pre, pretty much lost any much of a distinction between the point as long as you're not turning the ball over in, in today's game and you know and getting assists. We kind of lost that distinction between point guard and, and off guard. But I just like him. I, th- I think he gives you a solid player who you know is going to show up and score, a guy who's going to show up and defend. And, you know, his contract is, is is manageable for what the 76ers are trying to do. I mean, a lot of people are comparing, you know, him to Zach Levine, who's got, you know, a, a much larger contract and a more out-of-control con- uh, contract. So I, I think there's a lot to like about him. and I, And I think that um, I think a Nick, Nick Nurse will will insert him into the rotation. Uh, I, th- I think he'll fit well. I think he'll fit well, and he gives them a guy, another very reliable guy. Now, again, I'm not saying you go out and pull the trigger on it. And again, this is where we have to look at uh, Daryl Morey. He's got to be judicious in whatever he does. Um, but yeah, he's a guy. I, I think he's nothing but an asset for the 76ers. And I don't know, you know, that it will, you have to break the bank in order to get him, you know, or, you know, it may, it may cost you some assets, I'm sure, obviously. Yeah. And, and I got a couple of concerns. Like, I mean, I get it. Like right now, his name is one of the top ones. And and let's, let's be, be real. Like Maxi, they've been having Maxi play off the ball lately. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, like, you know, people, I mean, you know, some people may, may get tricked a little bit by what they see. Like he starts out, but, you know, they got these lineups with him and Pat Bev in there. Yeah. Pat Bev's handling the ball. There was a time where they were running the offense through Tobias, right? I mean, right. we're talking about recently. So there's a lot of things that's going on, right? My thing is, is it's kind of like, and DeJounte is a point guard, right? But the thing that gets me is I, I got a little concerns, a little bit. And, and I think DeJounte is a good player. Mm-hmm. But when he was traded from the – the Spurs, like we talked about him being an all defensive player. He got traded for the Spurs after he, a season after he led the league in steals. Mm-hmm. All-star year, right? Mm-hmm. He, he was a point guard, started all 28 games. Yes, he moved off the ball here, but he led the league in steals. Mm-hmm. The Spurs traded him, got all those draft picks for him. And now two years later, Atlanta is considering getting rid of him. So mm-hmm. to me, that's a little bit of a concern to me. You know what right. I mean? Just like two years later, you're trying to get rid of them. And then when I was down there a couple of weeks ago, I spoke to reporters who I have the utmost respect for. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, what's the deal? Why isn't it working out? Right. And you were saying he's a black hole. Like around really? him, he's a black hole. They feel like they feel like when he gets the ball, he's like trying to score. He's trying to do this, he's trying to do that. Now you can argue, yes, they got him playing off the ball now. So he he, he he that's his job to attack and to score. But they they believe that the offense runs a whole lot better when he's off the floor and it's um and you know it's Trey Young running the team, right? Yeah. So that now again, maybe it's just a, a, a bad fit thing. But my also, thing, also key, also just um it's also Atlanta. It's also Atlanta. Thing things more often than not just don't. They're kind of like they're with the Washington Wizards, man. Things more often than not, things just don't go right with that organization. 
Yeah, and, and that could be it. That could yeah. be it. But the thing is, you know, if, if he comes here, he got to realize that mm-hmm. he got to realize that, you know, it's yeah. straight. This is Joel team, bro. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. It's straight Joel's team. And again, like you said, it could be the Atlanta thing. But to me, it's just weird. Now, again, it is like the, the, the Hawks look crazy. Like, you know, like, okay, so you gave up. They don't have any draft picks. Right. right? They don't have any because they gave them up. So now you're going to trade them. So whoever you trade them to, to save face, you got to get some great draft picks and you got to right. get something in return. You know, right. you know what I'm saying? Right. So, so that's where we are because it looked right about now. Like they look like suckers because yeah. they look <laughs> because they got had. And then not only that, the one team that wants them back is the Spurs after you gave the Spurs all these draft picks. Right. So right. It's uh, And this is after we spent two decades lauding the Spurs for their front office acumen. So it's just, you know, yeah. things come full circle. But I, I do think if if, Deont- if if the Jonte Murray comes here, um, being second fiddle to Trey Young is one thing. Um, I, I think sometimes players kind of fall in line and recognize when you get when you when you get to you know Philadelphia where they've got one of the you know they've, they've got they've got by a mile the leading MVP candidate. I, I think he would fall in line. I think it's a better situation for him. You know, and, yeah, and we, I mean. I mean and we know how temperamental these guys are. We do know that this is the, of all the North American professional sports leagues, we do know that the NBA is far and away made up of the most temperamental players uh, in professional sports. But I do think that um, he, he would fall in line. I, I think he would be a nice asset for them. Yeah, I mean, he probably will. I mean, he probably, but I, I'm just got, I just, to me, that's just a little red flag. That's just, yeah, yeah. You know I mean? Like, but you got to do your intel, but. My thing is they, they, you know, they do need a point guard. They do. I mean, Pat Bev is playing, playing great. But yeah. as far as we need, you talk about somebody you need for the playoffs, right? You need right. somebody that's going to be able to knock down shots, somebody that's going to play. You know, Pat Bev is like what the Sixers are doing right now is, and I, I commend Nick Nurse. He has Pat Bev shooting. He has him doing this, doing that. He's getting them ready for the playoffs because mm-hmm. teams are going to give Pat these open shots. And he's going to have to be able to knock him down. Right. And so far he has been. And in the past, he didn't shoot as much. But in the postseason, you needed him to shoot. And it didn't really work out at all times. But, but um, yeah, you know, it, it's it's great for the Sixers. We'll see. We'll see if, if this Dante Murray thing will be. But it's funny because, you know, it wasn't supposed to be about Dante Murray. It's supposed to be like this. Uh, trade about the Zach Levines, about right. you know, the OG Obanobis, the uh, the the Pascal Siakams, and so you know Zach. It just seems like people are shying away from him a little bit. Uh, the other two guys were traded already, yeah. so you know it just seems like I don't. I would hate to see the Sixers to make a move just for the sake of making a move. If, right. if I don't see, because I don't know, man. I mean, I'm just going to ask you this: Does Dejounte Murray add it to the Sixers mix? Propel the 76ers over to Boston Celtics. Who's still here? Is Tobias still here? Uh, let's see. I, I guess, I mean, let's say, yeah, okay, let, let's just say if Tobias is here. I, I, and if it's, I mean, they're always, they're, they're, I think it puts them right eye level with them. 
Um, I do if Tobias is here. Um, and, and, and unfortunately with the 76ers, um, X factor number two is, is Joel's health, you know, and actually that's X factor number one, do they, as, I, as I've been saying, do they, do they arrive at May with him, you know, healthy, you know, with, without, a, without swelling in a knee, um, a sprained ankle, a broken orbital bone, do they arrive at the playoffs with him ready to be, I mean, he's, he's the best player. He's unquestionably the best player in the world during the regular season right now. But with that, that's and, and it's crazy to say, but that's irrelevant. You know, he has to do something in the postseason. You know, he, he, it's been since two thousand and once they gotten past the second round. Um, the, the MVP is 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 nothing to me, um, and it, I think it's it's nothing to seventy sixers fans at this point. Yeah, 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 yeah. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. But listen, man, we got to talk about this overall uh, when we looked at it. And, and I'm glad we talked about um, where they are right now because I want to talk about the state of this team. Like, what's your – I mean, they're about ready to hit the, the you know, the halfway mark. Um, I just want to know what, what's your overall impressions of this team, you know, when we get back. But – Right now, I want to talk to you about game time, right? You know, how many times, John, have you and I, uh, you know, you have someone in town or whatever, or, or or you just want to go to a game, but it's the last minute, and you know how much prices on tickets go up. Yep. You're like, man, I'm not paying that much money to go watch this team. I'm not, especially nowadays in the NBA when you don't know if the players are going to play or not, right? Chickies so, and peaks. Right. <laughs> so here's the deal. Game time is great for y'all, right? You can get last minute tickets with a great price. I'm telling you, a great price. You also could go there and you can view the seats. You can see what you want. I mean, everything low price guaranteed, right? That's what I like about it, right? And guaranteed, uh, game time guarantees means you always get the best price. If you find tickets at the same section or row for less, game time will credit you 110% of the difference. I'm telling you, you can't get better than 110. Yeah. <laughs> Not better than 110. So take the guesswork out of buying tickets with game time. Download the game time app, create an account, and use the code locked on for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem the code. L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets. Lowest prices. Guaranteed. It's a good now, deal. It, yeah, it's a great deal, right? It's a yeah. great deal. It's a great deal. It's a great deal. But you know what another deal is? Another great deal is, Mitch, too? What's that? If For people who like that locked on um, 24-7 streaming channel. Locked On has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Locked On Plus, our national shows covering every league. Go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe for the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. Now, Mitch... um, you know, it's weird. I normally 
I'm giving the Sixers the benefit of the doubt this year. And I hope that I don't get burnt, right? <laughs> and and the reason why I'm saying this is because the regular for my covering the Sixers for this decade um plus the reg I found out that the regular season means nothing. Mm-hmm. Nothing. Nothing. The Sixers, especially over the last several years, the Sixers are the one of the winningest teams, regular season teams in the NBA. Yet they can't get out of the second round. Right. Right. The first round is like, yeah, it's easy to win when you're a, a top team. But if but if you can't get out of the second round, it doesn't mean anything. Right. But this one particular year, I'm paying attention. Like, and I'm giving them a benefit out. Why? Because they got new players. Mm-hmm. They also have a new coach. So if it was Doc Rivers or if it was Brett Brown, and, and no offense to them, but I was like, look, man, I've seen this before. Like, right. just get out the second. Right. For Nick Nurse, I'm giving them a benefit of the doubt. I'm giving them a benefit out. But to be honest with you, Mitch, I don't know how good this team is because it comes all the way down to what happens in the playoff. Right. In your opinion, what's your impressions of this team when they're fully healthy? Man, that's, you know, I think, um, I think when they're fully healthy, when, when Kelly Uber is out there and, and, and fully operational and adjusted to what they're doing, I, cause I still think they're making adjustments with, with the new pieces trying to make them fit. Um, I, I, I had them firmly planted among the top three. Uh, I, I could see, I could see, I could see them being better than Milwaukee. I think Boston, I, I think Boston is, is clearly the bar in the Eastern Conference. And, um, and we, but we also know that Milwaukee is going to, you know, get better later on in the season. They'll be playing better because they've, they've, they've got veterans. They've got superstars. They've got two superstars. Uh, but, from where we thought this team was going to be at the start of the season, when we, we you had the James Harden thing hanging over their head, to where they are now, to seeing, you know, different guys stepping, to, to see Tobias playing at a high level over the last three and a half weeks, um, you know, to see, uh, you know, you know Nick Batum feeling being the glue piece. They, uh, I, th- I think they're better than they were last year. I, th- I think they're better than they were last year. I don't know that that guarantees them getting out of the second round as they're presently constructed. Um, but they're but they're better than they were last year, and uh, I, I I wasn't expecting them. You know, I, I mean, and people a lot of people before the season started were expecting this to be some sort of a swan song for this version of 76ers and falling back to mediocrity, but um. They're good, and, and we're going to find out a lot about them on this upcoming road trip um, because it's with the trade deadline approaching and them having a place, you know, to play at places like, uh, you know, Denver, um, you know, back-to-back to start the to start the road trip. Uh, we'll, we'll find – we'll know a lot more about them. Um, but they, they, are they good enough to get past the second round? Yes, they are. Yeah, they, yes, they are. Getting what gives you the confidence for that, though? Man, am, am I buying the fool's gold of Joe? You, you tell me. Am I buying into the fool's gold of Joel Embiid? Health. His health is his wealth. I, I think I'm giving him the benefit of the doubt. I'm, I'm giving them, you know, the fact that they're resting him in these fourth quarters in many of these meaningless games, you know, that 
he'll be healthy when the playoffs begin. Uh, and also, um, you know, Maxie has 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 embraced the role of a, of, a, of a legitimate number two player here. You know, he um, I, I, I like the number two this year better than I like last year's number two. As, as good as James, as great as James Harden's career has been, whenever whenever the lights have gone bright, James Harden has gone in, into invisible man mode. And I don't think I don't, I don't think as young as Maxie is, while he's untested and unproven, we don't know what his playoff medal is. I think that when I, I I just sense that there's more of a dog, more of a fighter in him than there than there is than there was in James Harden. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, wow. Yeah, you know the funny thing. I will say this about James. Though, I like I wrote a, a column <laughs> shortly after the trade saying how. Yeah, the Sixers won. Da, 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 da. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I still think the guess, but but James yeah. has been playing well. But again, James is another dude who plays well in the regular season. So yeah. we'll got to we'll find that out. We'll figure and, it out. He's playing with some dogs now, where he can clearly say, you know, Paul George, you do your thing. Yeah, Kawhi, you do your thing, and I just fit in and hit these threes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he don't have to do anything. Yeah, he don't yeah. Just don't ask me. Just don't ask me to carry you now. <laughs> That's a whole different matter. <laughs> he crazy. He crazy. But, but look, y'all, we want to thank y'all for listening um, to Locked On. And but before we go, I just want to say one last time: Locked On has launched the first ever national sports twenty four seven streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports Today is here for you twenty four seven. Come to top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Locked On Plus, our national shows covering every league. Go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel, right? So just go ahead and do that today. But listen, we want to thank you all for listening. We want to let you know that you can get this podcast wherever you get your podcast at, and they're free and available. And you can go to our YouTube channel, Locked On 76ers YouTube. When you go there, make sure you click on the the, um, the Liberty Bell to become a new subscriber and get notifications when we post our stuff. So we would like to say deuces, peace, whatever. <laughs> we out. <laughs> Bye. Have a great week. Have a good one, y'all.